All right, welcome to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. I'm Aaron Brightman. This is my rapid reaction. Uh, about, I don't know, half hour after Rutgers loses to Wisconsin 24 to 13 on Saturday, October 7th. Uh, listen, very frustrating, disappointing loss. Uh, Rutgers, I mean, I think physically they showed that they can compete, uh, that they are really not off anymore in terms of uh, big time play. This team is uh, there. Uh, it's just a matter of learning how to win. And they made key mistakes that cost them the game. And nothing sticks out more than that pick six at the end of the game. Excuse me. End of the first half. Rutgers, I think part of my frustration is the way that they approach things offensively uh, before then. Right? So you had five drives to start the game. Four, three and outs. Uh, it was very conservative. They were trying to run on Wisconsin. It wasn't working. And the whole first half, you know, the defense was on their heels in terms of being on the field so much. They finally wore down for that, allowing a touchdown late in the second quarter, made it 10-0. Defense played fantastic the whole game, uh, but it was 10-0. And then finally, you're at the end of the half, and Rutgers starts to open up things, and they start to move the ball. And Wimsett made a couple of big throws. Uh, to Jaquay Jackson, uh, he had that huge run, uh, which really showcased his ability to get down inside the five. First down, I think it was a handoff to Manungai, went nowhere. And then that second call, second down, the clock's running down uh, on the, the the game clock. They do have two timeouts remaining. I, hindsight's twenty twenty, but they didn't use a timeout down there. And then they call an out route for Dremel, which, you know, they had run against uh, Virginia Tech and Wagner. Scored on both, but that was a play they they went into went to the well on a third time, and Wisconsin knew it was coming. Wimsett made a bad decision. He made a bad throw. Uh, Hullman jumped jumped the pass, took it back ninety five yards. So Wimsett certainly to blame for that play, but I really the first half to me offensively I was just very frustrated with the coaching staff. I thought that. They were just too conservative, you know, and, and it's 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 funny. It's almost like they're fighting themselves. Like I guess my biggest point in this is what is the identity of the offense? If the identity is that the offense is a grounded pound offense, we're going to take some shots here and there, but we're going to run it. You don't see it in certain – it's like they're so conservative. And then when they have opportunities – like, like, you know, in the, in the fourth quarter, it was fourth and one, and they go into shotgun and throw a pass. Like, why don't you try to run it down their throats? And, you know, that was a turnover on downs, and uh, Rutgers did come back. You had the fumble that Motoray forced in the fourth quarter. Uh, Troy Rainey recovered. Wimza had two nice throws to Ian Strong for a touchdown. Uh, first one set up, touchdown, then he had the touchdown, and this 24-13. But... You know, in, in, in key spots, like second down, right, there's like 20 seconds to go. You're down 10 nothing. Worst case, you kick a field goal, you're 10-3, and you get the ball to start the second half. So I'm not against throwing in that situation. I personally, I think, you know, Wimsett ran it down to the four or whatever it was, had a big run. I would have liked to see him get the call again, you know, it's some kind of RPO play. I'm not opposed to a pass, but, you know, you, you throw a high-risk pass in that situation. 
And I understand women's that executed it perfectly the first two games or the two prior games did not execute it well at all. Uh, but it was predictable. It was predictable in that case. And it was also a, a high risk, high reward play where there is no one around if that gets intercepted. And Wims has now thrown two interceptions, both for, for pick sixes, both on the road in key spots. And it's it's changed the game in both. It was the, the killer in both losses for Rutgers. So, yes, Wimza has to be better. He missed some throws today. He showed some toughness. You know, he got knocked out with that hit to the head, came back, did throw a touchdown late. He Accuracy is an issue. You know, he missed a, a key throw. I think it was in that fourth quarter, that first fourth quarter drive, that turnover downs. He missed Dremel, who was open. Um, but... You know, I, I just the head hunting in terms of going after Wimsett and saying he's not good enough and he's terrible. I mean, you know, it's I I I think it stinks. I think it stinks. I, I think giving up on him is silly. I think honestly that the coaching staff, you know, what I what frustrates me is that I, I don't think they make a, a big enough effort to get him into rhythm. I think they do want to run the football. And they're running the football, and then when they get in a position. That they're down multiple scores, then it's pass, 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 pass. And, you know, Wimsett is a developmental quarterback. He's still learning, and he's not in rhythm. And I think you can't sacrifice his progressions, his progression as a quarterback and his rhythm, right, establishing some type of rhythm for him by just running it like crazy in the first half. And then when you fall behind, it's like, okay, here you go. We're going to throw it a ton, a ton now. You know, and he's not so accurate. He does make some big plays. He has had – some big throws today. Um, but then, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think they're doing him any favors. And I think that it goes back to identity. You know, David Anderson had it on the podcast. He was talking about Deshaun Benjamin being the key to this game uh, based on, you know, Wisconsin struggling against small speedy backs. And the staff, you know, I think thought the same thing because they utilized him a lot uh, with Manungai. Benjamin was clearly the number two uh, back in this game. Um, just looking up stats real quick. What did Benjamin do? Uh, he had, well, just four carries for 13 yards. But one guy had eight carries for 16 yards. Sam Brown had zero carries. And that, to me, again, goes back to identity. If you're going to be a running team and Sam Brown is getting zero carries, he was out there in the fourth quarter. Maybe he's not healthy 100%. Maybe they feel he's not 100% back. I'm not quite sure. But I am sure that I would have liked to see him get some carries against Wisconsin. Um I don't know, you know, and, and and I it's it's easy to question the coaching staff. It's easier to rip Wimsett, which a lot of people are doing, you know, and, and obviously, you know, the coaching staff was doing what they thought gave them the best chance to win. But it is a little puzzling in terms of what the identity is supposed to be for this team. If you're, you know, such a run heavy team, um, I, you would think that Sam Brown would be part of the plans at this point. I thought the play call to Aaron Young on that touchdown by Evan Simon was a, a tremendous play call. I, I've been wanting to see that a lot. You know, and Aaron Young is so good catching balls out of the backfield, and it was perfect play call at that time. So you have to hand it to Shiraka on that one. Um, Evan Simon, hat, hat tip to him, uh, coming off the bench cold, completing two passes right away to Isaiah Washington, to the Young for the touchdown. You know, he did a tremendous job. There, there were certainly some encouraging moments from this team. I mean, the heart and fight of this team – Listen, you go down 17-0 at the half when it could have been a one-score game. In years past, Rutgers would have fallen apart. 
they would have fallen apart and they didn't. And they got they got a score. Uh, you know, special teams has struggled today, struggled badly. Uh, bad snap on the extra point. Patel missed it. Appleby struggled punting. Wisconsin had a lot of good field position in this game. Um, and they made it 17-6. Wisconsin goes down, does get a score when they needed to. But Rutgers kept fighting. You know, they were in the red zone twice in the fourth quarter. They got one touchdown. They turned it over and downs in the, on the second one. But again, that fourth and one, and you're in shotgun throwing a pass. Like, Sam Brown couldn't have run two yards in that play? You couldn't snuck it with Wimsett? I don't know. I just feel like if you're a run team first, like, why aren't you running it on fourth and down in the red zone? It, it just seems a little strange to me. So, um, but, you know, listen, this team fought. Physically, they showed up. Um, it was a frustrating, disappointing loss because you lose by 11 points in a game that you had a 10 point swing and the last, you know, that, that pick six and then the miss extra point. I mean, you're right there. Obviously the second half goes differently, right. In terms of the flow, if Rutgers is only down 10, three, 10, seven, you can't, you know, say it goes, you don't know what's going to happen, but you know, Rutgers was, was, was in this game. They fell behind. They kept fighting. They got back into it somewhat. It was never, you know, super close, but it was close enough that you question that if a couple of things had gone differently, this team was, you know, had a chance. Uh, the defense was fantastic. Uh, they had uh, more sacks, Wisconsin. They had two sacks. Wisconsin had one. They had forced two turnovers. Wisconsin had one. Um, there were some penalties early on. There was a pass interference. One on Melton seemed questionable. Uh, the targeting penalty that got picked up on, on the Wimsey hit, that seemed questionable. But, you know, the officials did not. It was not the reason for why Rutgers lost. Rutgers lost because of of not being able to seize opportunities and, and making key mistakes. And uh, it was frustrating for sure uh, to see, let's see, Ian Strong, you know, great to see him. Four catches, 45 yards and a touch. Washington, 53 yards, four, three catches. Jackson had three catches for 46 yards. Langan had a big 30-yard catch. He had two for the game. Like I said, Young had that touchdown. Benjamin had two catches for 10 yards. Um, Ofuri had, had another one. Um, but, yeah, just um, – I mean, Gavin Williams that ran pretty well. He had that, that – like I said, that run that got you into the red zone. Otherwise, what was he? Uh, if you take that run out of the game, Rutgers ran 21 times for 43 yards. So that's pretty terrible. Two yards of carry. Both teams average 4.6 yards per play. Uh, you know, Wisconsin quarterback Tanner Mordecai, he was uh, all right. Rutgers, I thought, did a good job. Pr pretty decent job with pressure. Um, you know, they had more tackles for loss than Wisconsin. Uh, there, were, there was – the defense really held up their end of the bargain. They allowed 17 points, but, you know, that that, that touchdown they allowed, they had, they had been on the field so much. And I thought, all in all, the defense really showed up. Flip Dixon is amazing. He he played so well. I mean, what a great transfer addition. Motoray played really well. Um, you know, the linebackers, once again, uh, I thought were, were, were pretty good. Um, just trying to see if I missed anything in terms of notable defensive stats. Uh, Bailey, Wesley Bailey had two tackles for loss, two sacks in the game. I was hoping I actually put him as my X Factor. Uh, in my Q&A with Badger Notes, I thought his closing speed would be a problem for Wisconsin, and it was. So he played well. Um, but, you know, all in all, uh, Teray, aside from the forced fumble, had a QB hit. 
Um, Keontae Hamilton had a QB hit. He had four tackles. That was a big game for him. Isaiah Eton was showed up some. So, you know, they, uh, and they were out without Rene Conga today, which hurt. But, um, you know, I get it. I'm frustrated. It was disappointing because they were in this game. But I think you also have to realize that that's, you know, that's encouraging too, right? We're frustrated and disappointed because Rutgers could have won this game. And in years past, you couldn't have said that. So that's something I know not everybody agrees with that sentiment. But um, the bottom line is you have two very winnable games to come home to now with Michigan State on Saturday. They are coming off a bye. And then you play at Indiana the week after. So everything's on the table for Rutgers to get to a bowl game. You could be 6-2 and two, two weeks from now. I could be on this recording. You could be listening to it. Two weeks from now, and Rutgers could be 6-2 and two and bowl eligible. And that would be an unmitigated, uh, uh, an unquestionable success for the season. So every loss is painful. This one was painful because Rutgers was in it. And I just thought, I think the biggest issue going forward, the defense is legit. You have to find an identity for your offense. What is the offense going to be? You know, and I'm, I, listen, I, I'm saying, I, I think you should let Wimsett throw more, or throw more, take chances, but it's got to be in the flow of the game. It can't be when you're down two scores or 17, nothing. And then you throw, 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 throw. You're going to look at the stats and say, oh, Rutgers threw more than they ran, but they ran the ball the whole first half and they couldn't move it. So it just doesn't – I don't know. I, I just think you need more balance in that regard. You know, it's uh, – and I thought that, yes, we need Wimsett to be better. But he needs experience in the game. You know, it can't just be we're down two scores, let it let it ride. You know, I, I, you're going to be inaccurate. And in, in all passing downs, you're going to be – it's you're, you're facing a defense that's expecting the pass in every play, you know, take that into account. You know, what is, you know, what was his completion percentage? What would it be if you're balancing pass and run in the first half, you know, when you're mixing it up, when you're helping his cause to maybe catch the defense off guard a little bit, when you're just, you know, slinging it, when everybody expects you to sling it, cause you're down 17, nothing. It's, it's harder. It's harder. So, Listen, Wimsy's got to get better, but to give up on him is a joke. Sorry. It is. Kudos to Evan Simon. Stud, really. I mean, what, what an awesome performance from him to come into the game and do that. Um, but moving forward, I want to see what the identity of this offense is going to be. And it just seems like they, they almost like, you know, flip, flip identities. In the moment, whether you're doing this the whole time, and then all of a sudden you're going to take this chance when, if you get the points, it's a one score game going into the locker room. Like that is that, that very bizarre. Um, again, easy to second guess on a pick six after the fact. I get it, but frustrating, disappointing loss. Rutgers now comes home, plays Michigan State, and they have to win it. Got to win it. If you make these kind of mistakes, if you have these kind of issues against them and you blow that game, that's where we're going to be talking, you know, in a different way. And just in terms of the, 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 the ceiling of the season will be lowered, right? This is not a this. Yes. The ceiling would have raised if they won this game. It does not lower based on reasonable expectations going into the season. No one expected them to win at Wisconsin. 
They were 13-point underdogs going into this game. They covered, by the way, again. But I don't know how many people care, but they did. Uh, but my point is, this doesn't change the fact that if you beat Michigan State and Indiana, you go bowling. And I just think Wims has shown enough that you got to keep developing them. You got to keep going. And, and I think they need to really have a hard look on how they can change their approach or tweak their approach in terms of getting him into rhythm better. So if you are down 10, you know, it, it, it's, it's a little bit different than just, yeah, it's just frustrating. But thank you for listening and watching once again. And uh, hopefully you saw it. If you didn't see it, I have my recap up. If you read, I hope you read it anyway. And I'll have plenty of post-game coverage the rest of the night. But thank you for listening and watching the Scholar Faithful Podcast once again.